All is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Happy New Year! This will drop after the New Year, I'm sure. Um, this is the Ten Minutes from Hell podcast. This is our uh, our year end uh, episode, 2017. Um, we're just about at a year of when we started this uh, crazy podcast, uh, not knowing yeah. if anybody would would ever listen to it. Um, and it's nice that people have been. It's crazy that it's been a year already. Um, yeah, I, I honestly can't believe that. That is flipping weird. Um, but and here's uh, Steve and I'm Doug. That's right. And, and uh, we're so brothers. We're, when we're doing our call, that we just talk about our you know stupid nerd stuff. Yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're we both came up with kind of a list of uh, our five best. Uh, television shows and five best uh, movies of this past year. And um, oh, are we supposed to do five of each? Five of each. Oh, I just did five total. I bet I can come up with some others. Yeah, once I start talking, maybe you'll think of some things. Um, Hopefully, you know, by listening to this, maybe you'll hear some things that... uh, that you were kind of on the fence about or had maybe never even heard of, um, that uh, then you'll go check them out. You know, so maybe this might give you some ideas for some uh, some binge watching or whatever going forward. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't think we're, like, so obscure that you're going to be like, I've never heard of that before. Um, I, I can guarantee you that mine are not are not going to be that... And if you've listened yeah. to this podcast at all, you can probably even guess which which mine are going to be. It's right. pretty safe. <laughs> so let's uh, <laughs> let's get let's let's get right into it. Should we do TV or movies first? What do you want to do? Uh, let's do TV. TV it is. All right. So uh, top of my list for uh, 2017 is uh, The Good Place. I think, uh, I think that was one of the best shows uh, of last year. Um, and then, of course, the second season started uh, uh, this year as well. So, I mean, uh, both seasons were, were in this last year. And um, they're on a break right now. They'll be coming back, I think, in another week or so. I can't wait um, because, man, it's a good show. So good. We've talked about it many times, but it is uh, a really, really funny show and really well written. Um, so that's uh, that's my that's my my first pick. Um, my second pick, I'm not going to any order because it's too hard. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Like, no, uh, no orders needed. Just no. just the top um, five. Rick and Morty. Is on my top five. I uh, think uh, I think it's probably one of the most clever shows on TV. And if you're into sci-fi and you're into uh, comedy and you're into uh, you know just the whole uh, like kind of 
uh, how plots, you know, develop and character development and all that kind of stuff. They play with that stuff so much and they do it in such a clever way um, that it makes it a, a really good time. Um, it's really fun and surprisingly deep at times. Like, really, like, insightful and you don't expect that from a crudely drawn uh, tune series, but uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's really great, and it's really well worth diving into it. And I think they're on the I think they just finished the third season, um, so the other two seasons uh, I'm sure are, are everywhere. Um, the third season I don't think it's on DVD yet, but I think you can get on iTunes and that kind of thing. Um, it's actually, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. It's not on Netflix. I don't think it's on Amazon. Maybe it's on Hulu. You, you have Hulu, don't you? Yeah, it's not on Hulu. I've, I've, uh, I've tried watching the earlier seasons, and I haven't been able to find it. Well, the Unless first it's two seasons literally are, just come on. But Yeah, the first two seasons are on Hulu. Uh, the third season, which just ended, I don't think it's available anywhere yet, except for, like, iTunes. Yeah, you could probably yeah. buy the whole season or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you could buy which, it. Which is, is yeah, but I remember I bought the first or second season on iTunes, and it was less than 20 bucks. It was well worth it. I mean, uh, you can rewatch them. They're, they're very rewatchable. Um, and I guarantee you especially are going to love them because they are uh, they're totally in your wheelhouse of... Uh, stuff you like. Uh, the one episode that I saw, I was like, I love the show, and I don't even know what's going on. I just know that I love it. It's so entertaining on like was several that, levels. That was, was that, that Pickle, Pickle Rick. Pickle one. Rick, <laughs> yeah. Pickle, <laughs> Pickle Rick is amazing. That's a that's a terrific standalone episode, and um, so flipping hilarious. Um, the next TV show that I recommend that I liked um, was Better Call Saul. Um, this last season ah. was outstanding. Uh, it was the second season, and um, it's such a good show. I, I I really really love that show. It's so entertaining, and I love the world. And it takes place in the '90s, and it has a really distinct look. Um, and Bob Odenkirk is just freaking killing it. Like, he is such <laughs> a good actor. I mean, I never would have guessed that he would be that good of an actor. He, he really is terrific. And everybody is. I mean, Jonathan Banks from uh, Breaking Bad, he used to always play all the bad guys in the 80s. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, he was the, he was the bad guy uh, cop that uh, killed... Uh, Axel Foley's friend he uh he he was just really good at playing a creep like for a long time like you saw him in so many things um but he's so good he was really good in Breaking Bad but he is so good in Better Call Saul he is such a great character um and I know he's been up for awards like every year and every year he seems to he seems to lose out to somebody um but he is uh he's so great. Um and then uh what else do I got here? Uh The Leftovers, which actually ended uh this last year. Um also 
incredible. Such a good show. Um, the writing is just... It's so interesting. It's just... It's one of those shows where, like, you don't know really what to expect from it, and then once you get into it, it's just so engaging, and the performances are so great um, that you're just you're just hanging on every word of what these people say. Like, it's just... It's... Wow. Just a really, really compelling show. Very weird and, like... It can be a little off-putting at times because you just don't know where they're going with it. But uh, it's uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Lost? I just completely spaced his name. Um, Actor or the producer? Damon 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 Lindelof. Oh, Damon Lindelof. Uh, yeah, and so it's based on a on a graphic novel. He went off on his own uh, from the novel, but. Uh, I haven't read it, but I understand it's much, much shorter, and, and he did his own thing with it. But um, it definitely has kind of a lost vibe to it at times, like where, you know, the way that the, the interconnectedness of, of characters and, and storylines. Um, but uh, it definitely has that feeling of lost. You know, as far as like, you know, what is, what is going on? You know, yeah, there's all kinds of questions, <laughs> and you know, and some of them are answered and some aren't. And, but by the end, uh, I found it very satisfying, and it was uh, it was it was a good series, and I think it was three seasons. Oh, so it's, com- it's completely over then. Like they, yeah, they it's completely over. Huh? Yeah, they did the whole thing. They finished the whole thing, um, which was good. Because they probably could have kept it going, um, and then continued to do the lost thing of like introducing more and more questions and then not answering them. And instead, they said, "This is it. We're gonna wrap it, and this is the capper, and that's it." Um, so what you're saying so is there's no more leftovers. They finished them all. Yeah, <laughs> nothing left to eat <laughs> in the fridge. Oh, oh god, never old never gets old, and you know. <laughs> Rarely do people like you know finish like the last of the spaghetti or whatever, but this in this case they did they finished it all. Um, and then uh, my last one uh, is a tie because I couldn't uh, I couldn't I couldn't decide between the two, but uh, my tie is uh, Veep. And Silicon oh. and and Silicon Valley, both of those on the same night, like they play back to back, which is why maybe that's why I'm even having a harder time kind of distinguishing them because I'm so used to watching them both at the same time because they're both half hour shows and they both were on the same uh, at the same time. Um, yeah. And both of those shows are outstanding. Uh, yeah. Love, love, love them both. And you still have to watch Silicon Valley. Because that, is rush. That, is, yeah. that is your show. That is 100% your show. <laughs> you would, you will get it. it is, yeah. th- those, are, those are your people. You'll, <laughs> you'll completely, completely love it. But what's so great about that show is that you don't have to be one of their people in order to get it. Because the satire is so good and so sharp that... And that's what I love about that show is that it takes something that I know nothing about and 
I still enjoy it because they they write it in a way that I can understand what the stakes are, even though I don't understand the technical side of what the stakes are. Like it, no, yeah. it, uh, it makes it very clear that, oh, this has to happen because of this, you know, and, and they do a really good job of, and it's not dumbing it down. It's just, they, they make, they make the, uh, the goals and, and, uh, what's at stake very clear. So you know going in like what the tension is and how important this particular uh, thing is, so you can uh, you can really feel for the characters and, and understand why they're uh, so anguished. Um, and uh, it's 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 just a really fun show, and the, and the all the people in it are funny, and there's not one weak link. Like every single person on the show. Um, to the smallest character is just perfect. And I think Veep is the same way. I mean, like, they just has like, an enormous cast and yeah. everybody, everybody is good. Like, everybody. Yeah. Um, which, uh, I didn't think that show was going to be able to keep going and they keep finding a way to keep that show going, <laughs> which is, uh, which is really great. Um, unfortunately, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus uh, came out and said that you know she uh, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and and so now she's going to be you know going to treatment for that and I'm sure she has been in treatment for it. Um, what that means for the show, who knows? You know, I mean, maybe she won't be able to do the show anymore. Um, I guess it depends on how serious you know her health gets. Um, but yeah, that's really I guess. Sad. Well, I, uh, so that was your that was your five or five and six. That was my that was my five uh, TV. Yep. Um, so uh, of that list, I would say Veep is on there for me as well, and Good Place. And I'll keep talking about Veep as part of my my thing. So, um, I, I mean, I you're right. I mean, like, would they be able to continue the show without her? Well, it, it seems like, I mean, some people would probably say, well, of course not. I mean, she's, you know, she's uh, Selena or whatever. And, you know, like, uh, yeah. how could they do a show without her? I think the strength of that of that cast, though, they could put somebody else in there pretty easily. I mean, it, as great yeah. as she is, the whole yeah. cast deserves recognition. So it's like they could swap her out for a season and have her, you know, I don't know. They they would find some clever way to write her out for a while. Yeah. And and they could easily put some other kind of just crazy political character in there and keep the show rolling. I think it, it, it wouldn't take much. I think they probably will do that. I mean, I think I would hope they would do that. Um, and I'm sure she would probably want that as well. You know, the, the, the other people are so strong that to... Uh, throw somebody else in there I mean unfortunately the way the season ended you know it, it would be kind of a big cliffhanger as to what happened after that but um, yeah. but you're right maybe you know maybe they cleverly could uh, could do something like that um, but uh, yeah it's it's such a good show I hate I hate to see it end um, yeah yeah it's, it's just it's she wins awards every year for it, and 
she deserves every one of them. Like she is, she is so fantastic in that show. Um, and she, God, I mean, nobody's funnier. I mean, she is like, like Mary Tyler Moore, like, like she is like as funny as any of the, like the funniest women, you know, Carol Burnett, uh, Lucille Ball, you know, any of these people. I mean, it's like she has really, really nailed this whole thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, so, and then we, you, got, you mentioned Go to Place. I, they took a show that I thought was refreshing and clever, and they amped it up for the second season. And I don't know how they did it. <laughs> I know. Just, I'm still, every episode, I was just amazed at the writing going, you guys, you guys know what's going on. I mean, you guys are. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, they, and, they're, and, they're, and they're totally anticipating us thinking that we've got it figured out. And then they, and then they throw that curveball at you and you're like, oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Like that's not an area I would thought that this would have gone. You know, and, and uh, they're really good about that. They're really good at anticipating what you think, and then doing something else. And yeah, um, it's really yeah. I can't wait for it to come back because uh, I really want to see how they finish the the second half of the season. Um, yeah, and absolutely. Okay, what else? Oh, number three. Uh, well, it's again just my third one. It's not in no particular order. Uh, this last season of Doctor Who was really strong. It was uh, my favorite Doctor's last season. You know, uh, Peter Capaldi, who's a fantastic actor, and uh, he pulled out all the stops for this one. Um, the showrunner Stephen Moffat. He's also leaving, and so uh, you can just tell with this last season they just they got to have a lot of fun. Um, Stephen Moffat and uh, his usual collaborator Mark Gatiss, who is uh, Sherlock fans would know him as Mike Croft oh, yeah. in, in the yeah. Sherlock series. Uh, they just uh, you know Mark is a great writer and he's a great actor, and uh, they got to have fun with. They did stories that you could just tell that because you know, they've been life, lifelong fans of, of Doctor Who, and you could tell that they're just they're sitting there going, "We always wanted to do this." You know, back when we were a kid, we wanted you know we wanted to to do this type of episode uh, in Doctor Who, and it's uh, it was fan pleasing as well as being just well written, and uh, with with uh, Peter Capaldi, uh, his acting ability just. It was it was a great last season for him. Um, I'm not saying I liked every little bit of it because some of the writing I thought was a little goofy. But yeah, that it's it's a show about a time traveling alien who can go anywhere in space and time, and so they have to try to find to do sometimes new and weird things. And uh, overall, though, it was it was great. The Christmas special was great. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you because you were watching it when uh, when we left um, on Christmas Day. Um, yes. So they they are they're switching to a new doctor, and it's uh, it's going to be Jodie Whittaker for so for the first time, and it's you know whatever fifty plus year run, 
they're they're actually having a female uh, doctor this time, and it sounds like they're they're switching the format up too. They're uh, they're not doing the sort of adventure of the week that uh, has been the sort of the staple of of the the series so far, and it yeah. sounds like they're doing more of a of a continual narrative. Oh, and uh, it looks like. Uh, from at the end of this episode and skip ahead maybe 30 seconds if uh, you haven't watched it yet but they, they destroy the TARDIS once again as, as she's changing and crashing kind of like what happened with Matt Smith and so I'm wondering if um, they're going to tie that into you know she's, she's stranded somewhere and uh, they just do a whole season where it's you know, one episode right right after another, kind of like a a modern TV show. You know, most modern shows do that now, where it's just it's like you're watching one you know eight Long or thirteen movie. hour movie or whatever. Yeah. So I, I kind of I kind of have a feeling that's what they're going to do because Chris Chibnall is taking over as showrunner, and he's uh, he's famous for uh, Broadchurch in the UK. And oh I think he, yeah. I think he did the American version too, which was uh, Grace Point. Both yes. starring former Doctor David Tennant. Yeah, that was weird. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the the new season and uh, how they're going to change things. It should be good though. Doctor Who's constant is change, so I'm excited to see what they what they do. But last season was uh, was a great send off for Peter Capaldi. Nice. Uh, see, so that was number three. Number four, of course, is going to be the Punisher. I I uh, love the character. Oh, I thought they did good. a great, great uh, job with the show, despite some of the minor uh, nitpicks I had that we talked about. Uh, yeah. On the Punisher episode, uh, but I'm excited to see what they what they do with that moving forward. I think it's popular enough that it will get a second season if it hasn't been announced already. It was announced. Um, you you, po- you it posted the thing. Oh, I did. You're right. <laughs> that was you. Absolutely right. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they did a little teaser saying Frank will be back or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah for my fifth happening. one, I'm trying to remember what else I saw this year. I, I mean, I've watched so much TV, but a lot of it was I older, know. so I'm trying to remember what actually came out this year. Well, that's what's so did, hard. Uh, is that, yeah. Did Daredevil season two come out this year, or was that last year? No, but Defenders did. Defenders came out. Yeah, I would consider that one of my favorite favorites yeah. of this year. It was okay. It was um, okay. Well, I'm just going to stop at four, because you had six. I'm going to stop at four. Oh, oh there, there you go. Yeah, yeah, technically head. I had. Yeah, technically I had. And I could keep rambling, but nobody wants to hear that. Nobody. <laughs> including me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, ramble away. Um, okay, so uh, so now we're uh, we're gonna quickly move into movies. Uh, yeah. Your top five movies of the year. Um, we're gonna take turns, so I'll I'll do one and then you'll do one. So uh, my my top one is uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I think that's ah, my, yeah. my favorite movie of the year, as far as just. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of levels of, like, you know, favorite drama, favorite horror, whatever. 
just on a whole, like if I look back, what movie did I enjoy the most last year? I'm going to say Spider-Man Homecoming. I had a great time at that movie, and I've seen it uh, a bunch of times, and I still like it. Um, yeah. And uh, I think it holds up. I think it's a, I think it's a really solid uh, movie. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a well-rounded movie. I mean, it's got great... It's, that's one of mine, too. So that'll, I'll just I'll transition right into my favorite movies with, again, Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, there we go. Great performances. Great special effects. Uh, it's, it's a teen comedy. It's a superhero movie. It's an action movie. Yeah. It, it hits all the right notes. It's fun. You don't feel like you want to commit suicide when you're done. Is it so depressing or <laughs> yeah. grim or dark? It's just exactly. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Star Wars will not be on this list for me. Um, so just if any well, will not be on, of Star Wars. What was that? Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It will not be on my list. Um, okay. Uh, next one is uh, not, a, not a mainstream uh, movie, but one that I recommend you seeing. Um, I just watched it. Um, it's called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Uh, I had no idea what it was. Yeah, it's an odd title, and the, the trailer is very misleading. It doesn't really give you a whole lot about what the movie is. Um, but it's got my guy, Sam Rockwell, which uh, the, the guy can do no wrong for me. I mean, I, I can watch this guy in anything, and... He's already getting, like, people already starting the Oscar buzz that uh, that he'll get nominated for it. Um, I hope he does. He's, I mean, it's a long time coming. I mean, he has done performance after performance after performance of, you know, always knocking it out. And um, and this is a great, great part for him. And it's a good movie and really really uh, great performances from everybody. Woody Harrelson, uh, Francis McDormand. Um, it's, uh, God, it's, it's so good. Um, John Hawks, uh, who's a Twin Cities guy, um, he was in, uh, uh, probably most recently, I think he was in Eastbound and Down, the HBO series with Danny McBride. Oh. And yeah. then, uh, He's on Lost. I mean, the dude's been in a million things. Uh, he's he's a really good actor, and he's got a great part. Ellie Peter Dinklage is in it too, and he's great. Everybody's great. It's just such a well done movie, and it's done by the same guy who did uh, In Bruges uh, with oh, yeah. uh, Colin Farrell, and, and then he also did uh, Seven Psychopaths, which. I don't love everything about Seven Psychopaths, but I I liked a lot of it. Um, and he uh, he did he did that one as well with Sam Rockwell. Another one with uh, Sam Rockwell. Um, and I uh, I think his name's Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. Um, and he uh, he's really good at writing character. Like it's just I mean he's just. He really knows his stuff, and uh, highly recommended. That's a that's a very very good movie. Um, oh, he's Irish. What a surprise! Um, 
<laughs> I digress. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my number two pick. So uh, what is uh, what is your next one? I will um, go with uh, since you just did an Iron one, the English director Edgar Wright's Baby Driver. I love Ooh. that movie. Wow, I, I I didn't expect that. Once uh, once again, starring John Bernthal. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. TV's uh, Frank Castle, The Punisher. Uh, although he's uh, not really playing the same character in this movie, and he, yeah. Um, and I I love Edgar Wright, and I've loved every movie he's made, and this is no exception. Um, if you saw his previous movie, which was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, that was a very odd choice for ha- for a first sort of North American film because it was very different than his style. It was it was more of a Scott Pilgrim movie based off the comic than it was an Edgar Wright movie. And, yeah, uh, I feel like Baby Driver is the closest thing and. It makes sense because it exactly is this. It's an American Edgar Wright movie. I mean, you watch it and you're like, oh, that's that's what an uh, Edgar Wright movie would look like if it wasn't British. <laughs> I mean, right. it's, it's exactly what it is. Um, I, I wanted music, to, I, I loved uh, oh, yeah, the music. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought everyone was great in it. Um, I won't mention Kevin Spacey. I think they're digitally removing him in all copies of the, the Blu ray. He's going to be replaced yeah. with Kevin Sorbo. Um, <laughs> He's going to be replaced with a different Kevin um, yeah. in, on, in each DVD. <laughs> different one. You never know which one you're going to get. Yeah, um, you have to collect them all. Collect all the Kevins. You know, I mean, the thing is with Baby Driver is, I mean, I, I'm. it's funny because, I mean, I, I liked it. Um, and I love Edgar Wright. I mean, I love, I even like Scott Pilgrim. Um, it's not my favorite Edgar Wright movie. Um, I think probably my favorite one is still, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Um, but it is a good one. Um, I wanted to like it a lot more. Like I, I just, I mean, I was hoping I would like it more. Um, I just didn't feel like the leads were that great. Like they just didn't. Yeah, wow. I, mean, I I I think the the weak tough, the weak link of the movie are the two leads, uh, Ansel yeah. and uh, Lily, yeah. and they're they're okay, but they're they're no Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I mean, well, I think that's and that's the problem. Yeah, that with me. Yeah. I mean, it just they just weren't strong enough. Um, and then the John, I love John Hamm, but. It, they, I mean, he really, and it was the character, but they really kind of overdid it at the end. I thought, like, it just, it kind of just went a little too over the top for me, as far as his transition. Um, yeah, it just didn't woman. feel. It, it just felt a little false to me. It just felt like it was happening because it was written that way, and I didn't really see the natural progression of. I can see. Um, yeah, I can what see happened. that. But. I still, but, I mean, it was uh, still fun. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's still a fun movie. Would I watch it again? Probably not. 
like it's not a movie that I would watch like a bunch of times. Um, no, whereas I've not. whereas I've seen the other ones, oh, I can't even count how many times yeah. I've watched the tri- the trilogy. I mean, and I mean I love all three of them. Um, World's End is fantastic. I mean they're I mean they're all so good uh, in their own way. Hot Fuzz is and, a lot of fun, and Scott Pilgrim is so not being part of the trilogy. That's one of those movies that really grew on me. Like the first time oh, I totally. watched it, I was. I was like, what did I just watch? Like, do, yeah, I'm not sure if I that? like that or not. Yeah. Yeah. But every, every time I watched it after that, I just, I love it a little bit more. And I actually, yeah. I watched it with the kids one day and uh, they might be a little young for some of the references, which I hope just kind of went over their head. But that yeah. was, that was a movie where it was like for the first time watching my kids watch a movie, like, watching them have a reaction where they had like a deep belly laugh about something when like yeah. the humor, the humor of it strikes them. That was just as enjoyable as watching the movie. And, and the, as they are discovering some new humor, you know, there's something that's yeah. not just stupid, stupid, you know, Disney shows or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, they're, you it know, was, it's like it the discovery that like, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, there's there's humor that's more than just stupid sitcom slapstick crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it's clever. I, I just, yeah, Scott Pilgrim is, I love it. It's like, so great. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so then uh, my, um, okay. so you did you did Baby Driver. My yep. next one, I suspect, will probably be on your list too. But uh, I put uh, Thor Ragnarok. On there, yeah, yeah, um, that'll be my next one, also, so we can just go ahead and talk about it. Now. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't think there's really a whole lot to say about it. We we talked about it ad nauseum uh, during an episode, um, but it was just a super fun movie, and I can't wait for it to come out on uh, DVD so I can watch it about a billion times because because uh, oh, yeah. I'm I'm anxious to watch it again. I really want to see it again because I only saw it the one time and. Um, it was just such a great, fun movie, and Taiki is the best. And um, yeah, I don't have any more to say about it. Super fun yeah. movie, great, finally the best of the year. I love uh, I love all the cosmic stuff, which uh, that'll lead me. I I'm gonna. Well, I suppose it's your turn again, but I'm gonna no, it's I'm yours. Jump ahead. No, oh, but I I said Thor. Or is, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. That was my life. So, yeah, uh, Guardians Two. I love Guardians. I love Guardians Two. It's, uh, oh. it's a different movie than the original, but yeah. I like that about it. I know a lot of people did not like that about it, but uh, I really dug that about it. That uh, it tried to do something different. Yeah. And uh, I just I love the universe that James Gunn has created. Apart from now, the Marvel Universe, while still being in the Marvel Universe, I think he's just yeah. he's done a just a great job of expanding things in the weirdest possible way, yeah. and uh, having it still work despite that. It's just I, I love it's a very it's a very complicated setup. It's a very complicated movie. Like there's a lot to it. Oh it's yeah, not, it's not it's not a simple story, and uh, and now it's available on Netflix. After I purchased it, thanks a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm still I'm still glad I have it, but yeah, I'm still glad I have it. But I was like, oh, it's already on Netflix, like immediately. 
that's weird. Um, so then my uh, my next one is uh, this is I mean, this is odd that I picked this, but uh, Kong Skull Island. Oh I, yeah, uh, no, I love that. I, I, I love totally that movie. I love that movie. Yep. It was so much yeah. fun. Um, and I that's on my list as well because it's it is that's it's super fun. You've got uh, John C. Riley who's just amazing yeah. in in everything. Oh, and yeah. he's amazing in this too. I mean, he's literally the heart and the soul of the movie. Yeah, it begins and ends with them, with his character, and uh, it, it was a wise choice to use him as the main character instead oh, yeah. of trying to make it make it around a monkey. Yeah, or around Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which they, well, those characters are fine, but John C. Riley's character is the best. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, I mean, that's the one that you're following, and that's the one you're into, and that's what makes the movie. I mean, that's yeah. what makes the movie for me, also. Um, and it's got great but, action, uh, great, great music. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the same uh, similarities of some of the other the movies that I like this year. With great soundtrack, um, like like uh, Guardians Two and Baby Driver. Um, just yeah, it, another one of those really just feel good. Like you feel good walking out of the theater, going yeah, giant yeah. ape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you don't feel any regrets about watching yeah. it. Um, so what uh, what's your last? I don't even know where we're at. I don't even know where we're at. Uh, I was uh, let's see. I was four. Spider Man, Baby Driver, uh, Thor, Guardians, and Kong. Uh, that'd be all five of mine. Oh, that was fire. Oh, wow. Um, I well, realized I was, I was looking through the list, but I really didn't see a lot of movies this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my not, fifth not one... Not new ones, at least. My fifth one is uh, The Big Sick. That's my uh, that's my fifth one, and uh, um, it's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it now, I believe. Um, and... Uh, it's Kamal uh, Nanjani, the comedian, who's oh, also on yeah. who's also on Silicon Valley, and um, he plays himself uh, because it's a semi autobiographical story about how him and his wife uh, met, and oh. without you know giving away anything that's not in the trailer is that the whole idea is that right after meeting. Um, his wife, his girlfriend, whatever, uh, would become his wife, um, that uh, she got really sick and actually they had to induce a coma to uh, stop this uh, infection from spreading. And so he was in this weird position of somebody that he just started dating is now in a coma and they didn't really leave things like on a on a good note <laughs> but uh, he ends up he ends up you know hanging around the hospital you know to make sure she's okay and then he ends up uh striking up a relationship with her parents played by uh, Holly Holly Hunter and Ray Romano and Ray Romano is incredible I mean he is so good. That guy is like everything he's doing right now. 
is gold. Like, I mean, oh. like, you know, for the longest time, you know, he had the show and, and it was a big deal. Um, and then when the show ended, you know, I think everybody loved him doing something. Yeah, I think they really cared about him a lot. I think they, they <laughs> enjoyed him quite a bit. Everybody um, cares about Ray. Everybody uh, <laughs> is very, very entertained by Raymond. Um, but uh, he's in the he's in that TV show that I didn't put on my my top five, but he's in the Get Shorty TV show, um, which I also recommend. Um, but he's great in that, and he's really great in this movie. And I love Kumail. I love him on Silicon Valley. I love his stand-up. He's got a podcast, uh, The Indoor Kids. I listen to that uh, pretty frequently. Um, he had an X-Files podcast for a while. Um, he, uh, he's a really clever, funny guy. And the movie is very funny. And it's really, you know, pretty much by the numbers. You know, it's not like this big, you know, twist and turn, you know, kind of situation. I mean, it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty standard, but yeah. because of, because of his, uh, wit and charm and just, you know, doing what he does best, uh, it's a very entertaining movie and, um, I really, I really enjoyed it. So I, I, I put that on my, uh, my top five list as well. Cool. Um, fortunately, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut this off because well, we're uh, done with our list. We're done with our list, and so that's it. That's the end of that's the end of the that's the end end of the list. That was uh, that was super quick. We knocked that out fast. Um, if you stuck oh, through all that, a, good for you. Because I didn't do a uh, TV show, I'm gonna throw in uh, my favorite music album of the year, which if you've read the website, it's uh, the new Stage Saver album. So, ah, uh, yes. go, read, go read the review and uh, maybe listen to it. I really like it. And so, you can, uh, this has been 10 Minutes from Hell podcast. You can listen to us on whatever you're listening to us on now. Whatever yep. you're listening, whatever that is. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, we have a website, the number 1010mfh.com, and uh, we have Facebook, and uh, Twitter, and Instagram, and all of it. Buy t shirts, and you can leave coffee us mugs. Uh, coffee mugs. You can leave us uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes, or uh, Stitcher, or Podbean, or whatever else that you listen to us on. And uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, we'll be back. uh, We'll be back next year. Hardy har har. (laughs) Um, See you then. Once
Outside 